The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Kermit Zarley is a retired pro golfer with the PGA Tour. He competed for 30 years full-time on the PGA Tour and its championship tour, won five times and was runner-up 17 times. And he co-founded the PGA Tour Bible Study, which thrives today, as well as authoring nine published books. And Kermit is on the line with us here. Good afternoon, sir. Happy Friday to you. Yes, thank you. And same to you. So what gave you the idea to mix golf and Christianity to create the PGA Tour Bible study? Well, I was not raised in a religious home, but I did go to Sunday school growing up and I became a real Christian, I believe, when I was 13 years old. My Sunday school teacher uh, invited me to have private prayer together with him. and I accepted Jesus into my life. Uh, Then when I went to college... I was born and raised in Seattle, Washington. I went to college in Houston, Texas, and uh, got involved with some Christians there who were athletes, and Campus Crusade for Christ was growing, a parachurch organization. And so I had a strong Christian commitment by the time I graduated from college, and I went in the military for six months active duty, and then I went on the PGA Tour as a pro golfer and a friend of mine out there on the tour and I decided to start this Bible study and it was open to all the players and it started small and then grew through the years until nowadays uh, dozens and dozens of pro golfers on the tour who have won major championships have been a part of the PGA Tour Bible study. Wow. Golf probably doesn't attract as many hooligans as other sports like football and whatever, but do you think something like a Bible study is an important thing to have in sport in general? Because sometimes people can get a bit carried away and forget to be kind to one another and follow the teachings of whatever religion they may have. Yes, the Bible, of course, has answers to some of the age-old questions. Uh, you know, where do we come from? Uh, all that sort of thing. And so uh, we believe that God created 
this and that he uh, wanted us to uh, glorify him. And so we learned how to do that by reading and studying the Bible together and how to live our lives. And this was uh, important to us just as much as playing our profession of golf. Now, you've written many books over the years. Do they tend to be about religious things or have you written about your golf career as well? I haven't written any golf books, uh, but all of my books, nine of them, are about Christianity, about the Bible. Uh, So yeah, I've limited that. I have a blog, uh, Kermit Zarley blog, and uh, that's hosted by Pathios, which is the largest uh, conversation in the world about faith on the internet. And uh, I blog about various things on my Kermit Zarley blog. Uh, I blog about politics. I blog about religion. I blog about golf, the PGA Tour, and that sort of thing. I also have a website, KermitZarley.com. It tells about my books, also a little bit about my golf career. Now, I'm particularly interested in book number four, which is entitled Bible Predicts Trump Fall. When did you write that? That was published last year. Uh, I actually wrote most of that on my blog. Uh, I got interested in, uh, I haven't been all that much of a political person. Uh, Of course, I voted all my life, but I've been pretty, uh, I voted pretty much Republican, but the Republican Party started changing. I wasn't liking the change. Uh, the Tea Party came along. Uh, and so I voted for a Democratic president for the first time with uh, Obama. Uh, but I got interested when uh, uh, Donald Trump decided to run for the presidency. And so I started blogging about him. I blogged about 350 times, actually. Wow. I was obsessed, you might say, <laughs> uh, over a period of his, uh, his presidential campaign back in 15 and 16, and then his presidency. uh, And once he left the White House, then I'd finished blogging about him. And I kind of thought, you know, this had really bothered me a lot. I've been an evangelical Christian, you know, since young. And uh, here he was, a a guy who, you know, he didn't have religious convictions, but he uh, had, uh, he had gathered these evangelicals and (laughs) they were voting for him. And I didn't like this. And that's why I wrote about it. And then I just decided to put a bunch of my posts into a book form. Uh, I told a little bit about Trump's life, how he became Donald Trump. And then I, uh, that's the introduction. Then I've got 200 posts uh, in the book, which are each about a page long, and then a conclusion. And that's the book. Yeah. I I bring in the Bible, uh, the wisdom literature, the Bible. You know, it says, uh, pride goes before a fall. And, And uh, things like this and Jesus statements and uh, their predictions about what will happen to a person when they live their life a certain kind of way, which is against the uh, the commandments of God. And uh, it says, here's what's going to happen. 
And so that's a part of the book. Yeah. And there may be some things that you didn't like about Trump's presidency, but he does quite like a bit of golf, doesn't he? <laughs> he sure does, boy. He's a big time golfer. He owns all these great yeah. golf courses and resorts, and he's a pretty good golfer himself, too. Obviously, you're the professional golfer, so I can maybe predict the answer to this question, but do you think you'd be able to beat him? Oh, I think so. He's, yeah. you know, he, he's got a pretty good golf swing, but yeah. first of all, I would require no cheating, Donald. Yes. <laughs> Did you see what happened the other day at his golf club? Uh, they have a, a club championship. You know, a lot of golf clubs have that. And yeah. so it, it happened on a weekend, two rounds, Saturday and Sunday. But he played around there at his course on Thursday, and he shot a real good score. So he substituted that for his first round. On the- <laughs> <laughs> That's Donald Trump. Yeah, I've heard all sorts of stories about how he allegedly just doesn't follow the rules. And how much would you say your own religion has helped you in your career as a pro golfer? Well, that's a good question. Uh, a lot of people think about something like that. Uh, in our PGA Tour Bible study, I had always taken the view that uh, God is not so interested in you know what you shoot in the on the golf course, how much money you make, how many tournaments you win, but how you live your life and uh and so that was always our emphasis in our group and so i don't think you know you see pro athletes pray and maybe uh make the sign of the cross things like that but i i think that god is more interested in you know how people live their life Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
And of course, in the PGA Tour and its championships, you won five times and were runner-up 17 times, which is pretty good. What would you say are your overall highlights for you in your whole career? Well, I believe the founding and leadership I gave to the PGA Bible, the PGA Tour Bible study is the is the main highlight in my career for me personally. Uh, but as far as uh, my uh, performance on the PGA Tour and the Champions Tour, which uh, is for those who are 50 years and older. Uh, I uh, my best win was probably the winning the Canadian Open in 1970. I started the PGA Tour uh, at the end of 1964, and it took me until 1968 to win my first tournament, and then I won in '70. Uh, the '68 that was the Transamerica out there in Napa, California. Then in 70, the Canadian Open uh, in Ontario. And then in 72, my uh, good friend, Babe Hiskey, he and I started the PGA Tour Bible Study. Uh, we won the PGA uh, Team Championship together. Uh, and then I had, you know, a lot of seconds and thirds. But uh, on the Champions Tour, I won again out at Napa, California. Uh, but probably my best win was Open. And you were in the PGA Tour for 30 years full time. This question kind of shows my ignorance really. Is golf a kind of sport where there's a much later retirement age than other sports because most athletes would never last 30 years because they'd be like 50 and losing everything. Yes, it's the nature of the game of the sport of golf that you know people as they age they can still play golf. And so that's the the one of the beauties of golf besides being out in the great surroundings outdoors and you know a lot of golf courses just beautiful places to be. And then there's the the opportunity for uh, uh, friendships and uh, you know golf is just a, a game of fellowship uh, and uh, of course you know we golfers we're trying to beat each other out there yeah. and so it's a competition too but uh, it's a game of friendships mostly. And what was it that made you stop after 30 years was it your age? I had uh, physical injuries from golf in my career and uh that's what ended my career i was still very, very uh, uh, qualified uh, to remain on the tour for years. Uh, but um, it was, you know, I had uh, knee surgery, then I, uh, I had a bum hip, I uh, had, uh, I had uh, arthroscopic surgery on my hip, then I had uh, bad left shoulder, I had to have surgery. That was all in about six years on the senior, you know, it used to be called the senior Tours champions tour now. And so that was holding me back. I had 10 full years there where I was playing full time. I, I actually played better on that tour than I did on, on the regular tour in the earlier years. And uh, But it was the injuries that were holding me back and I just had to retire. Yeah. Do you have any quick tips for young aspiring golfers out there who maybe keep having too many 
hits before it actually gets in the hole. I played golf one time with Joe DiMaggio, the great baseball player. At, uh, actually, it was at the uh, Doral, which Donald Trump owns now. And uh, when when we were on the last hole, uh, he amazed me. He, he hit the golf ball really well. And uh, so I asked him, I said, Joe, when you played baseball and you hit the ball, uh, what was the main thing you thought of? And he <laughs> says, it's the same thing in golf. Keep your eye on the ball. That's advice that I'd heard all my life since I was a little kid. I never paid much attention to it. And that's actually the best golf lesson I ever got from Joe DiMaggio. I don't think I've ever heard that phrase, keep your eye on the ball, used literally but i guess that's where it comes from yeah and do you ever play mini golf for fun (laughs) oh no i don't anymore i you know i've done putt putt and stuff like that (laughs) that, that's just when you you go out to dinner and then you know friends or family you're you're going to do something for fun are you good at that or is it almost like it's a different sport yeah i'm a hacker (laughs) (laughs) i'm a hacker at putt putt (laughs) Also, this PGA Tour Bible study, it's still thriving today. Are you a part of it or is it just a legacy thing, really? You started it up and now it's continuing like as a child that's been set free. Yeah, uh, I haven't really been a part of it in, you know, my years, retirement years. Uh, That's for the young people. You, You know, you pass the baton to the younger generation. Now, what's coming up for you? Do you have more books on the way? I do. I'm uh, republishing my uh, magnum opus, and uh, that means your your best work. Uh, it was entitled uh, <clears throat> The Restitution of Jesus Christ. I had a pseudonym on it. I actually published the book in the beginning, 2008, self-published. I've had publishers, but that book, I couldn't get a publisher because it was unorthodox according to Christian faith. And, uh, and so I uh, published it under a pseudonym, Michael Servetus. Well, in the Ooh. Reformation, they burned him at the stake, you know, John Calvin. And uh, so I I didn't tell who I was, and everybody thought, oh, man, this guy must be some uh, scholar or something. And uh, so I had a contest to uh, guess who I was, and I'd send out a clue every month. <laughs> this, went on for, this went on for two years. Wow. So I, I got some interest in the book then I revealed who I was and somebody said oh he's just a pro golfer nobody's ever heard of yeah but uh, now now I'm republishing that with a different title and so the title is uh, The Restitution and then the subtitle is Biblical Proofs uh, Jesus is Not God and so I take an unorthodox position there I was a Trinitarian for 22 years I believe the Bible Bible said Jesus is God, but I believe it an awful, a lot because that's what I was taught. And then I had an enlightening experience in my own personal Bible study, and it threw me into a study of what does the Bible say is Jesus' identity. And I, I read about a thousand books on Jesus' identity. I went to libraries all over the country uh, looking at the Bible commentaries, probably thousands of them. And it took 28 years. I finally wrote the book. 600 pages. I cite over 400 scholars. 
I show that, no, the church uh, fathers got this wrong. They were influenced by uh, Greek philosophy a little bit here. And no, Jesus does not claim to be God. He was a human being. He was a man. And uh, he he brought glory to God. And he died on the cross for our sins. I believe all the, the other things the church has proclaimed about Jesus, virgin birth, you know, did miracles, died on the cross, rose from the dead, ascended to heaven, everything like that. He's our savior from sin, and we need to make him Lord of our life, but no, he's not God. So that book is coming out again. Then my next book, and still here, will be book five, and that uh, title is The Late Great Plastic Empire. Sounds exciting. Well, in the meantime, where are we able to keep up to date with you and find all the books that you've written so far? Yes. Well, of course, you can go to my website, kermanzarley.com, uh, or look at my blog, Kermanzarley blog. But my books are available on amazon.com. Just go to amazon.com, uh, enter the search terms uh, like Kermanzarley books or something. You'll see all my books there. You can buy my books. Excellent. Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great to have you on. Thank you very much, Toby. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound The Toby Gribben Show